Yo, brand entrepreneurs, thanks for tuning into the podcast. This is the place to help you start and build a disruptive brand and impact the universe. You're locked into the grind where we give you the inside track, the what goes on behind the scenes while we start our new business. Hopefully you'll learn what it takes to launch a successful brand as we share our learnings with you. I'm Matt Thorne, aka Sketchy Media. I'm Phil Kemish, aka Phil Kemish. And I'm Nish Solanke, just Nish Solanke. On this week's episode of The Grind, we get down deep and dirty into productivity. We talk about mindset, we talk about motivation, we talk about finding your why and how to make your business go from zero to hero in 66 days. Yeah, and also we uh, get a little bit more down deep in terms of how Nish is using Airtable. So let's get right into this episode. We've landed on another episode back in the pod seat with the squad casting, the people, the people them. Why we're here today? Land me somewhere, Nish. Um, Land me. Sixty-six day challenge. Yep. We're in it. What day are we on? I don't know what day we're on, but all I know is I'm is not the... going to tell you just in case uh, timelines get. I, I think it's. I think it's relevant. We're, we're two weeks. We're two weeks in. Two weeks we're in. Day seventeen. We're day seventeen. Good. And this, and Done this... the journal this morning. Yeah. The day seventeen journal. Yeah. And the 66th day is on the 13th of September, is that correct? It's the middle of September, yeah. So yeah, yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And if you haven't, if you didn't know about the 66 days, it's a challenge we're doing to we described get it in the start last episode. Up. Yeah, well, so maybe someone's just tuning in for this one. So it's a, a, we, we're going from a startup idea to a business that's hopefully started up and we are acquiring some customers. So that's what we're doing in 66 days. Why 66 days? Because it's ha- as long as it takes to build a habit. And as we all kind of know, and maybe we're talking about today a little bit, Building habits, keeping focus, and the mentality of it. Oh, so it's hard. So, 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 tell me about that. In the last, in the last two weeks, what are the big things that you've noticed? How have you become more productive? Have you become more productive? Like, just explain to me what's been happening. I'll be honest. Have I become more productive? I don't know if there's been a difference. Um, I've definitely been more focused in terms of what it is we've got to achieve. I'm trying to do habit stacking. So I'm trying to attach loads of habits together. That's like my Explain way. Explain that to me. So the easiest way to form a new habit is to attach it to an existing habit. So for example, my, uh, my gratitude one, if you like, I attach that to my morning coffee. So when I'm by my coffee machine, it takes nine minutes, I think, to heat the coffee machine. I stand in the kitchen. I'm just really present. And I... Uh, just say what I'm thankful for. I knew a guy that every time went to the toilet did 10 press-ups. And it's a really good one because by the end of the day, you've done like 50 press-ups. So it's a real thing. Like he just, that's how he attached the habit. If I go to the toilet, I do 10 press-ups. <laughs> so yeah, like he would just have, so it's a habit, it's much easier. Psychologically, it's much easier to attach a habit to a habit you already have. Yeah, absolutely. That's the best way to describe it. So I think it's in BJ Thompson's book, Tiny Habits. That's where it comes from as a theory. So if you want to look it up, it's BJ Thompson, Tiny Habits. That's the, that's the stack. Any habits or anything that you've been doing in the last two weeks? I mean, I've just amplified it. I've been kind of doing this process a little bit over the last kind of like year. It was part of my kind of like trying to come out of not being very productive last year and not really knowing what I wanted to do. So I think I've been kind of on this 66 day. This is like not my first 66 days. This is almost like my third. And it's been like a learning curve. This is by far the best in terms of, I think, productivity towards a business because last the last two ones I focused more around just getting myself back to a point where I was like 
doing the things that I wanted to do and creating new habits. Because the older you get, the harder it is to get new habits. I think people don't realize this, but if you want past the age of like 27, you're pretty much a habitual creature. It's very hard to break your patterns of what you do. So it's kind of like a quite, it's quite a challenging oh, so taking, your, taking your normal pattern and going, I'm not going to do this, do this. Or, which is why the, the little tricks of like attaching it to something really work. There's also another one that I learned, which I'm, I haven't done this time, but I found it really helpful and I'm going to start it. Actually, I've just remembered it, which was I bought a calendar, which every day I would just put a cross through. Um, mine was a cross. You can do a tick. So we're reward driven creatures. Yeah. That's what we, from, from when you were younger, we're kind of like pre-programmed to be like... Was your calendar specifically around a habit? Around the 66 days, yeah. It was around, it was a stack of habits. So actually I had like four habits that I was trying to learn to do. Yeah, one was just 10 minutes that reading a day. One was 10 push-ups a day. And if I did it all that day, I'd just cross off. So you can visually see your stack of habits lining up because we don't want to break, like the thing around pattern breaking. So when you can see the patterns and achieving something, you're more likely to do it. It comes from a reward-based system of like school or whatever. We, you know, you're pre-programmed to like it. And actually they say, and when I went to the habit training course, that you should put a monetary value on something you get back or some reward for yourself. So it can be like, you know, 66 pound, for example, a pound a day put more money less money or maybe you give that money away to something you towards something you want to do so i think they're all little tricks that actually can make this process a little habit bit hacks. easier habit hacks because it is honestly and matt said it's really challenging to build new habits and i think the other thing is you beat yourself up if you don't do it change bad habits as well there's like two yeah there's build new habits that are positive changing bad habits we will come are, to that so like i think that's really important like yeah how do you break it's, away so, from it? it's so fucking hard but they're hand in hand what you're trying to say is the business 66 days which we're trying to do versus the personal 66 days you can only achieve the performance let this let, 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 that's what we're trying to do here it's the performance of us as humans the best of the ability if your habits are good do you think part of the reason that is because you've got a real clear defined goal at the end yes. so you know yeah. what you're doing it for yeah 100 i found it really difficult to to build and change habits until i had this master master goal to stack everything to i felt kind of lost i've been trying on and off changing certain things but honestly they're, they're just so hard they're really really are hard they're uncomfortable you get the little tug in your stomach that tells you do the easy thing and for many times i've been a slave but it wasn't until i really realized that i'm being a slave to myself and i started disassociating myself with that person that i've managed to make headway and the best thing i've been doing at the moment which is a testament to the 66 days. I've been keeping a journal, so a log every day. I've been writing exactly what we've done, both how I felt personally, what we've done in the day, what we've accomplished. One, because it's going to help our documentaries when I can go, oh, we did that that day. So again, stacking, but also it's been quite a therapeutic experience doing it. And I've been, I've been religiously doing it. And there's one thing I've noticed is if you let a habit slip for two days, it goes. Yeah. So the, the key that I've found is to not let it go two days. I let Jim go two days this week and today was fucking the worst day of my life. It was just like, you know, it's like it's been hot. I'm like, didn't want to go to the gym. Some stuff popped up. And for whatever reason, I didn't go to the gym yesterday, mainly because it was hot and had a bad night's sleep. But I should have gone. Even if I just showed up, I should have gone because today was awful and I feel really bad about letting in, that slip. But it's a two days, a two day gap. In some respect, it's easier to try and do something every day. Because if you get up and you know yeah, you've got is, to do it, it as soon as you break even one day, I yeah. find, like, it's, with meditation, if I break one day, I go three. I'm like, oh, I just haven't got for three days. But, like, if I'm doing it every day, and I think 
routine is really important. Like gym, I think for me and you, especially like trying to go at a set time and like building routines is what you can, you can, you can stack off a routine, you know? You I find tell, it very difficult. Uh, by looking at it as our gym routine has not been too great. I talk for yourself, mate. Look at <laughs> fucking beefing. <laughs> Summer is here. I was wearing a string vest yesterday in my, in my own apartment. In Brixton. In, in Brixton. <laughs> Just yeah. rocking around. I thought I was going to... Mate, it's amazing. It's like Why do you a, have a string vest? It's like wearing a vest, but then you get all the air. It's who, like wearing clothes, but who, not. It's like who invisible got you a string vest? I bought one from the, the, from the guy, like my wow. friend Leroy. Ventilation, mate. It's the most yeah. ventilation thing. Because you're wearing something, but also you're not wearing something. Like in Brixton, everyone's wearing string vests. Anyway, that's not part of my 66-day habits, but part of my habits might be to make string vests cool. But, you know. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. <laughs> there is one thing that's really stuck with me from what, because it becomes contagious as well, which is the other thing. That's good. Yeah. And I think I've really noticed this just being around you guys, which is th- that energy that can't that seems to come through as a result of you guys going 66 days to do something and then like, i've noticed a, a like a shift in the level of output the way that we're thinking about stuff and it becomes contagious so even i'm feeling like a very similar way like yeah. i'm feeling like there's things that i really want to do like i'm like i'm really into what the fuck i'm doing like air is a big fucking thing for me my one yes Nish, is huge. the air table game like, strong so and and knowing that you guys probably had that between yourselves for a while helps each other, like helps yeah. both of you out, right? Surely yeah. after like seven years, well, ten years of working together, right? So it just becomes contagious. Yeah. So Nish, has Airtable become a habit for you? Are you uh, are you in it every day? Yeah, look, Is like it thing. Look, like if there's one thing that I've always I've always sometimes struggled with has been total clarity of what the fuck I'm doing. And I think about it in a very kind of simple and maybe like in my head it works, but it's just like, what am I doing on the, on the day to day that's mind, body and soul, right? And all of that stuff breaks down to how I think and feel, right? So the stuff that I'm thinking about needs to be based around a vision and a goal and the tasks that I put in. So Airtable and Wonderlist become the two big things that I'll be honest. Wonderlist, yeah. Yeah. Wonderlist. And that was off the back of Liam. Yeah, from yeah, Hype, yeah. mentioned that that's how let's he operates his wo- old business. Let me have a look at your wonder list. So, take Huel um, will be number one, I reckon. No. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, wonder list. but, no, it's not me. I can tell you straight away. Yeah. But for me, yeah. does it do streaks? Does, very does it do streaks on wonder list? So if you like every day log in and like do the task, does it streak you? Because there's, there's an app which I use for a while. I'm not saying this will work for everyone, but I just I like to write things down personally. But like there's an app called Streaks, which is really good. So you can basically build what strides sh- or streaks. Streaks. It's probably the same strides. As so streaks yeah. is basically you put in like your goals, and then every day you just tap it saying I've done it. It's yeah. similar to what the the calendar thing, um, but it just depends how you work. I think every human being is a little bit different. Like you said, your thing is think and feel like you know when you think you've got a goal then you can work towards it and i think so much of it is about having 
a big goal. And I think almost a goal, like I think one of the things that I've learned is almost putting a goal that's un not unachievable, but, but almost unrealistic that you have to try and attain it. I think one of the things that people do is that, this talk like this, this comfort zone, which you said, is that if you put a goal which you know you can achieve, you're like... You're going to underachieve. You're going to underachieve it. If you put a goal which is... Six, six days to launch in business from idea to getting it done is almost impossible. Not impossible, but it's like... I know it's you can talk about it, but I'm talking about a business that's actually operating. is not... It's, it's quite hard. So I think, like, that goal is big enough There's to There's a really fantastic book to insert here. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I'm the biggest fan of this guy, Grant Cordone. I don't know if you've heard of him. Mm. Uh, he's got a book called The 10X Rule. And the whole theory is set your goals 10 times bigger than the goal that you would set. Because then that way, if you fail, you'd have exceeded your initial expectation. And I quite like it as a philosophy. There's loads of good stuff, actually, in that book. Um, just about taking massive action. Like, don't put things off and just act upon something, which I really took on board recently, probably in the last six months. And just by getting something done straight away, the second I want to do, if I want to build a just get the fucking thing out the door just get it done and also just go 10x like I really like that 10x. yeah but also just like really breaking down tasks to the most simplest of tasks which is something that I used to do a lot when I was at uni right where if I had to do um, an essay of a thousand words I'd go well I would break those tasks down to the simplest thing where I would literally have to get up and walk to my desk yeah, like, yeah. just breaking it down for me back then was like was super important yeah, which is why I'm um, just from my own um, experience, like I, I, I said, start with 10 because like 10 minutes a day, like when I started meditating, that was my thing. Like I was like, okay, I don't have to meditate for half an hour. I don't have to like, all I got to do is be able to sit by make myself for 10 minutes and making it achievable. Like 10 minutes a day of a task. Like if you work out for 10 minutes a day, you're going to do all right. Like even 10 minutes a day, if you do press ups and like, like body calisthenics stuff that you're doing, like, okay, cool. You're not, you might, you might not, you might not get to your goal after a year, but you're going to get to your goal. But I'm just saying those things, I think people sometimes like, it has to be big enough to scare you, but achieve, like multiply it. It's like multiplying small tasks. Is that, that, is, that is so really important. interesting. Because even like, like I've definitely noticed it this week with you guys and I had to have a word with you, which was a case of going, we want to do so much. We want to try and get so much done, but actually there's a real simple thing of, well, how, how important is it, right? Because either at the end of those 66 days, the goal that we have isn't big enough where it's frightening us and therefore we feel like we can do so this, yeah. that and the other. So cut some of that shit and then yeah. make this goal harder. Yeah, no, you're right. I, know, I took that home with me the other day, actually. And I think like that's almost been something in that I've been doing quite a lot of. So like my phone is to its absolute bare minimum because right now, I don't want to be thinking or feeling about like the political energy right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. or like this or that, or the that's, current that's, affairs. That's and, really important. And 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 again, it dives back to that thing that which I talk about, which is like that feeling and that energy that you hold. Like if you can just have as much control of that as possible, then hopefully that will just. When when you talk about momentum, it's really interesting because I think it's so important. Part of the sixty six days thing is about creating momentum, and momentum we don't really talk about it in business, but actually is so important because when you start moving your own energy, which I, I, I think things will start to come in. Like we've been saying over the last few weeks since we started, we put something out on a piece of paper, we talk about it, it comes back in as a, as a, and we're just like, you know, we, we need this guy, we, we reach out to somebody, he comes back in. I don't know how that's created, I don't know what that means, but it's like a weird energy. Vibrations. When you start, when you start vibrating, vibrating, and especially as a team, 
you can feel it. Like what you said about all of us, it's like, I'm going to raise your energy level, you're going to raise my energy level, and then we're going to keep that momentum. And it's very difficult. I'm not sure how long you can keep that up for because oh, it, it's draining. So. But at the same time, like I want to be consumed by what I'm going for. And like, I honestly think right now for the first time in an ages, as far as I can remember, maybe it's the same, like I'm waking up and almost the first thing I'm thinking about is like, what I'm doing towards this 66 days, like the business, I'm visualizing it. Like I'm really starting to get into that mind frame of, I don't know how to explain but, it. But, but, like, but going to that thing of momentum, yeah, this isn't sustainable. The idea of the 66 yeah, yeah. day sprint is that it can't be sustainable long term. Well, we talk, yeah, we talked about this. We call it interval sprints. So in our, in our, me and when we went the article, if you haven't read the article, it's on our Branchpreneur site. Um, the 66 day sprint was we sprint and then we need to reflect we need to take an interval break and almost look at it, slow down and then go again. Because you are right, it, it is quite impossible to keep up the pace that we are. Matt's working till 11 every night. We're starting at 6.30. It's like, but then the only way to move the needle sometimes is to put that first bit of Again, energy. It's about in. energy, yeah. It's about yeah. really concise energy and making it happen and just putting it out there and then but it comes back. How do you back. create the balance then? That's a good question. Like how do you create the balance? If you're working, which I know you're working, you're working, we're all working. How do you create a bit of balance so you can step back, reflect? Is it part of the journaling is great? How do you put other things, uh, steps in measure to make sure you don't burn out? Because that's what, a problem. What I'm trying to do is on a day-to-day -day basis now is take those moments. And <clears throat> it's funny because the Apple Watch does this thing called Breathe. And I don't use it by any chance. <laughs> yeah. it's, I just don't use it because it, it distracts the hell out of me. But I've just been trying to do these little moments in the day. Like I'm picking five moments in the day where I actually just like feel what's happening. I'm not in my brain. I'm not like thinking about the ideas or thinking about talking to you. I'm just like... What does it feel like to have my feet on the floor and just like Love feel that. the weight of my body? Because what it does is like you, you operate in your head and like you feel the pressure in your head. And you know when you feel like your head's scrambled and you feel like you just want to snap, just like breathing into the body and just regrounding yourself. It's actually been really, really helpful. And just doing things like um, doing this thing, I'm calling it meditation. Meditation. Explain. It's just like the, before I go to sleep, is just it's almost meditating it's not act actively meditating but again it's just about winding down and just i'm in the bed feeling feeling my body like thinking about stuff turn off all the visualization things and just actually feel like i'm some sort of organism it's one of the most important times because that those eight hours or seven hours or whatever you sleep six hours your subconscious is still working so whatever you're like in that kind of like they call it like a it's like a premeditative state so it's just better brainwaves like whatever you're saying to yourself if you're going i had a shit day this fucked yes. up I, you could you're gonna fuck like you're gonna wake it, up and not be it right snowballs on. it snowballs on so like it's a really important like i i think and for me the the first 10 minutes of the day or 15 minutes and the last 10 minutes a day so important yeah you think about it though you like if you go to if you had a really hectic day then you go into bed you're thinking about all the stuff that's happened in the day you've somehow managed to fall asleep once you've quietened your mind down enough. Then you wake up in the morning, you go, shit, I've got emails to do. And you do that and check on my phone. You go straight into your day again. You've not given yourself any time to be present or conscious. And that, that's what creates stress because the vibrational frequency in your body mm. becomes negative. It's like when people have an argument and go to sleep, they're never going to have a good yes. sleep. It's impossible. That's the easiest, simplest way to determine it. But I do think a lot of that, the stuff that we do that just, a lot. Yeah, and you just don't have and a good night's sleep. Harbor it. So one of the things that I want to touch on is that if that first 10 minutes and last 10 minutes are important, one of the things that I've made a big conscious decision for the 66 days, and actually just before the last sprint, was for me was not sleeping with a phone by the bed. 
So actually making like a thing with my phone's a completely different place. So I don't go to, I don't look at my phone in the morning for the first 15, 20 minutes. And I don't look at it. I in do the first evening. hour. What yeah, about yeah, your yeah. alarm? Is, is your alarm on your phone? My, my alarm goes off and I just literally, it just goes off, press stop, done. Like if I, go, if I use my phone, do you know Which what I mean? Which is funny to go back to habit stackings. I put yeah. my phone in the kitchen and because I, I went through this stage of I needed to get up at 6am every day. If I wanted to achieve what I wanted to achieve, then it was really important that I use time and more productively. So I made it a real big thing to get up at six every day. I'm not trying to be one of those guys like, oh, I get up at four or five a.m. every day. Like six a.m. is not that big a deal, but it's a big enough deal if you're used to getting up at seven or eight that it's uncomfortable. So the way I stacked it was I put my phone in my kitchen with my alarm on. So I used to have to get out of bed, walk to the kitchen. Then I've got my coffee machine there. My coffee machine needs to be turned on. So I get up, turn my alarm off, turn my coffee machine on, do my... And then by that point in time, and then the other one, which was really important, was water. Drink two litres of water a day. Had my bottle of water there. So what I was able to stack in the morning was I'm up at six. I'm turning my coffee machine on. I'm, being, I'm doing my uh, gratitude, and I'm drinking a pint of water to refresh my body. All of a sudden, I've hit four habits that I need to hit at, in that amount. And more importantly, you feel like you've achieved something. So within the first 10 minutes of the day, you've, you've ticked nailed off. Loads of you've nailed You've nailed stuff. So you've just gone. Like, and that's the thing. Like, and okay, don't get me wrong. Like, everyone's going to beat themselves up at some point and miss a, miss a 6 a.m. morning. You're not doing it every morning. Like, but if you feel like you wake up and within the first 10 minutes, you've achieved something that you've like, you've took a step forward in terms of what you want to do that day. It's a great feeling. So I think this, it's this really important. a really good video on the, um, that Navy SEAL who does that talk on how important it is to make your bed every oh, day yeah, um, if you want to change the world start off by making your bed yeah it's a good one uh, it's on Goldcast it's on loads of stuff but yeah. it's really really good and, and the I, premise I, is you just win something you win yeah, the bed yeah you, you start the day 100%. winning the yeah. first task totally. then you can go on and do anything else I, I didn't do any of that until the start of this year yeah like honestly I was like I'd make my bed some days and not and now every morning religiously this I've is always some, done that because my dad's yeah. in the army this is one <laughs> yeah. thing that's really stuck with me that um, this this idea you were talking about the subconscious earlier on. Yeah. Actually, in the day, 95% of your thoughts are coming from your subconscious. Yeah. Only five are coming from your conscious side of the brain. So how you've programmed your subconscious over years and years and years, it's really hard to reprogram that, although there are various ways that yeah. you can do it. But then this understanding, which then really fucked with my head a bit and has actually really thrown me into this place of actually really, you know getting better at routine and really trying on new things and trying to form new habits is if all you do on your day today is actually get easily distracted by stuff, yeah. then you're, you're becoming a master of distraction because your subconscious is yeah, programmed to sure. create that habit. So maximizing being productive, being focused on what you need to do on a day to day yeah. is all about getting the habits to make sure that you reprogram your subconscious. That's it. That's it. That's all it is. Your habits need to become unsubconscious because they're what makes you. Your work effort, all of that stuff, like whether you want to, you need to switch off and watch TV for an hour, but that's a habit. Like if you can reprogram those subconscious habits, then you're, you're going to be a much more efficient. And I think this is about, at the end of the day, this is about performance. Like I said, I'm really interested in how to get the best performance out of myself and other people. And it's something that I'd be willing to spend time and energy on. And also I think over the next kind of, few months maybe hire some performance coaches like I've, I've, I've been looking into it spoke to Matt like there are people who specialize in getting the best performances of you as an individual um, I've never done any of those training I've read books on it but it'd be really interesting to get somebody from a performance background onto the podcast to talk about this from a kind of performance breakdown so I will try and do that one question I want to talk about because we were just about to get into it and then I'll 
I, I wanted to come back. But tell me some of the bad habits that you used to have that you've been able to eke out. I'll say one of the things that I used to do a lot was I used to play FIFA. Yeah, that FIFA's on mine. Whilst doing other but, stuff. So yeah. I would listen to stuff and play FIFA all the way up until oh, super late at night. And that used to be my night routine. So going to bed late was yeah. probably the, the, worst ha- the, the worst habit. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, yeah. I think sometimes playing games is good. Like oh, no, for, me, t- yeah, for me personally, oh, like for I sure. find game, By the way, I, I find game I playing, still play it. I'm saying as a habit, I find game playing that one of the only playing times other than sport where I'm like completely disconnected. And I'm in the game. I don't, but I don't play. I, I know what you're saying is like four or five hours of playing a night and then listening to whatever you're listening to is quite a lot. Where it's like an addiction. So yeah, actually yeah, yeah. it's, it is so formed as a habit in your subconscious that when you get home, the first thing you do without even thinking yes, about it is you've play, turned yeah, it on. hundred percent. The yeah. same way how like, my phone would naturally go to open up my email when actually I didn't even think about the fact that I wanted to open my email. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so yeah. actually Instagram. it's so programmed that it's just like, you yeah, just yeah. do it. You, yeah, I, had, social networks, definitely. I had Instagram. I didn't, I wasn't like one of those people that was really deep in Instagram like that because I didn't ever really post, but I used to, there was, I used to look at a very specific type of content a lot on Instagram and it was, you know, to the point when the screen time stuff was coming up. What content was it? Just like, like design stuff, tech stuff, like le- just loads of random shit that I used to just feed off of because I was interested in like Apple gear and shit like that. What people's desk spaces look like, loads of random stuff. That's more inspiration and more so as well when I bought my house because I was like constantly looking for house inspiration. And that's actually what started the whole thing off because I got into like looking at house inspiration and looking at stuff and Anyway, I got lost in it, and it wasn't until I unfollowed every single person on my Instagram account. Except for me. Stop, except for Phil, because he'd, he'd got a bit upset. Oh, uh, really? <laughs> he'd got a bit upset. And that my f- did nothing happened on my Instagram, and I stopped going on Instagram, because I had literally I was going on it, like, subconsciously, and I was going, oh, no one's posted. Yeah. Phil might have posted every yeah. now and then, yeah. but that's, I, I knew that, that. That's probably one of my um, my habits is just caring about pe- what people think too much. And it doesn't sound like a habit; it's more like an attitude. But actually, but it's, still. it's the thing that like probably is help, help, holds a lot of people back. Like honestly, right now, I don't give a fuck about like I want to do what I want to do. I'm going to try and do it. And like I said, I've had to make big cuts with time and energy, and that means cutting out like my friends, not cutting them out. And like I haven't seen my friends for the last few months. I haven't been back home. I haven't seen my mum. Like I'm working, and like I want to work, and like I think that's a big sacrifice. And that you know sometimes. It's hard to manage that with people, but also not. Sometimes it's not, easy to go and see those people and, yeah, and yeah, put yourself back. I'm not saying it's not. You need family time. You need quality time. I'm not saying that, but I'm, I'm just saying what caring about what people think. If I say to them, I'm starting a new business, people might say to me, "You should go and get a job. Why are you going to put yourself through that again?" Like that. I don't. That, that's an attitude to what other people have. And like I said, getting over that hurdle for me was like a habit of like, we're going to go again, and being able to maybe get to the point where now I feel like I have the energy to go again because. It, you know, we did eight, nine years together fully on this level. We needed a break. So I think coming back now and feeling like I've got that energy back is a really enlightening moment. But bro, also that thing that what you say is habits don't have to be stuff that you actually do. Like no. if you're constantly thinking about stuff and your reaction to something, it's like that's a habit. I'm worrying I haven't texted my friends. I'm worrying that's I haven't a habit. this. And like, I think communicating with people around what you're going through in terms of like, I'm going through this and this is the energy it takes. I mean, I'm talking about this from a personal level as well in terms of like girlfriends and people that are around you and family members. It's like, I've, I've had an open conversation with like my mum and said, I'm not coming home at the moment because I'm really, I need my weekends to either prep or I'm working a little bit. I love you, I'm making this happen. But you know, she, she believes me and understands it. But some people don't get it. Some people are like, why are you not texting me? Like, I haven't heard from you. Why are you ghosting me? 
Like it's cool. I'm we not people expect that, that from me. I don't have these. Problems, yeah, yeah. I, I had this because I'm. Feels a so feels a social butterfly. I want to keep in touch so, with everyone yeah. and uh, just to wrap. Shift. Like, tell me, give me like some of the tools or some of the routines that you're doing that are really working for you right now. Bullet journal. I mean, I've been yeah. doing this for like three bullet, years. Bullet. <laughs> Bullet, so bullet. explain that. So yeah. is that literally just you're just bullet pointing stuff that's it's happening? It's a simple like, you know, you're using Wonderlist. I've I've tried literally every program out there under the face of the sun to figure out how to do shit. I'm a pen person at heart. I love drawing. I've always grown up with a pen and paper and I've just really found that my take on the bullet journal and how I write stuff down and plan myself like on a day-to-day basis has been revolutionary. I don't stick it every day. That's my the problem I do have, but I do make sure that every Sunday I plan my week in my bullet journal. I write my goals. I write my tasks. A couple of days might slip here and there, or they might just be one long task list on a Tuesday. I don't have to rewrite Wednesday because half the tasks I didn't complete on Tuesday. But actually having one place, which is a consolidated view of what I've got to do and I, I run all my habits through it as well so like Phil saying he has a calendar on his fridge I have like little habit trackers and I just cross the days off in my bullet chart everything is just there and it's really really helped me and I've, I've kind of been looking for systems it's hard. I, I'm really interested in systems yeah. anyway like you so kind of got to build your own system I've tried to apply it, books I've gone to coaching courses I've done all this stuff it has to be you because you're only by battling you there's no, and that's what I love about this game. Is at the end of the day, I'm not competing against anyone. I'm not competing against you. We're working together, and we've got a similar value system. But you're doing a completely different sixty-six days or whatever it is yeah. than I am. But you have to. My only learning would be you'd have to create something for yourself. What works for you, yeah. it will only work for you. Whether that's a money reward system, whether that's you know making it daily, whether that's making it one habit that you just try, whether it's reading books, like whatever that is, it has to be designed for you. Yeah, I think like. There's one thing that I've done in the last year that's had a real profound effect is actually just understanding that time with me is super fucking that's valuable. Really and actually one. thinking about what you're doing when you are by yourself. That's why the morning and the evening is so key. Really, Because it's really, you and yourself. Really important. So what are you going to do? Yeah. And like the journal thing that Matt does, like I do something very similar with voice notes. Every yeah, yeah, night, like no matter that. what the fuck I do... I talk about what happened in my day, what was good work-wise, what was good personal-wise. So there's a recorded entry and every morning I listen back to it because yeah. it sets up the energy for the following day. And also reading. Man, like, I used to be that guy that would go reading to get bored. I'm telling you, the amount of knowledge I've acquired through reading, it's been Do incredible. Do you read all the books or are you doing audio books as well? So for me, because this only works for me and I've said this to a few people and they think I'm absolutely fucking crazy. I read and do Audible at the same time. Mad, <laughs> isn't it? Absolutely mad. And that's because... It's twice the cost. And <laughs> it goes back to that thing of distraction. I'm easily distracted. So the more sensors, like the more sensory experiences I can have donated to one thing, the same pace the as better. the audiobook. Well, I have to speed it up a bit to, to just go. Right. But also then off the back of what I do, it. and this is mainly off the back of the conversation that we've been having, which is all about fucking action. Like yeah. what happens after that book? So every time I note something down, it goes into a fucking note on my phone. Yeah, I like that. And it's I there, do. it's recorded. I read it back every month yeah, or every like week that. or something. So shit is actually there. If I ever want to draw back to something, then I can yeah. do it. And, and I would say one thing that's, I think on these short sprints is like 66 day of the mindset, which is kind of sprint. I think there's something to be said as well for having an overall, like, why are you doing it? 
like you've got these short sprints and we've got a, we've got a very set goal but if, if we take a step back personally and like trying to create new habits which is really hard why are you trying to create those new habits so one thing that i did and i've always done is every couple of years or so i will create a vision board and that vision board is a very visual representation of why i'm trying to build new habits it might have a picture of the, the, a family my family for my you know it might have the house i want to buy it might have Rebox, but it might have that visualized like it's really important to me to understand why i'm putting myself through this because as a human if you don't have that big overarching kind of like vision you do, you kind of get lost in your why am i doing this phil when i saw your vision board the first time yeah. i was like mate like everything that's on this vision board is actually here that house you got up there or that flat you got it's exactly so funny. well that was the first one that the actual seven year ago ago one became almost identical it's to the house crazy that so I th i've just done a new one which i kind of like wanted to do in line with the new with the kind of rebirth of like this new business and i've said this before and i've said it on different podcasts maybe not here but like the seven year thing for me is really important so every seven years your your, your sales regenerate and you become a new person so like I'm 35, so I'm on this next seven years. So what does feeling 42 look like? That's what vision board I'm working towards. Because I think seven years is, a, is a realistic. And over my time, my vision board might change every year. But what I've realized over my 35 years is actually to really make fundamental change to your life and really progress. And seven years is about a right from a mm. business point of view, from a life point of view. I think you've had very similar intonations in your mm. life in seven years. So, you know, not saying do one every seven years, but definitely I, mean, I look at 42 Phil and go, who's 42 Phil and what do I have to do to achieve that? And in order to be 42 Phil, I think some of the habits that I'm putting in place now will make me closer to the person that I visualize yeah, as being. Sure. So I think that's an important step with this. And there's one other thing that I don't think we've really talked about here. It's worth quickly touching on just before we wrap, which is after the 66 days, there needs to be, surely there needs to be a sense of looking back, learning, before you then go into doing something else, right? Yeah, yeah. From a business point of view, definitely. And from a personal point of view, what worked, what didn't work, it's not all going to work. Like, you got to get used to it. You know, he might not hit every, 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 you know, bit. It's kind of hard, though, because we're, we're iterating that process every day. So we're already getting feedback. So I don't think there's going to be any revolutionary, like, oh, let's look back at all the 60s. I'm learning every fucking day. Mm. By, by 66 days, we'll be will be 66 days beyond where we thought we were going to get to in 66 days. But we can look back and reflect on what worked and yeah, what, what we did in the processes, I guess. I think if we talk about systems, we can look about what yeah, the system worked. I think it's just this. about re-looking at, you know, what we set out to do in the 66 days. It's all in our air table. What, what are the phase? Did we complete the phase? A lot of the learnings will have been absorbed in that phase and we'll be, we'll be moving forward. But I think I'm, I'm already looking forward to the, the 66 days after it. That's just I'm just I'm just going I'm 10x in that shit I'm I'm ahead. I've got a, I've got a break just after the 66 days I will I will definitely perfect reflect timing. and write write an article about what we've learned personally growth wise but perfect timing just happened to feel full but it is important I think when you do a sprint to also take a little break that could be a day that could be a month like a week yeah. and, and actually talk about it because if you don't this is a system isn't it we're trying to build a system here which hopefully this 66 days becomes something that we use across the business and life going forward like I, i've done it and i've really enjoyed it personally and hopefully this works as a business yeah and if and if you feel like after that you need something to help you really figure out like personally where you're at what you're doing those 10 questions that you oh, put yeah, up on yeah. the website i think is really really yeah, good yeah. and really key and actually kind of open to anybody that that yeah. is kind of at all it, interested it, it in just goes thing. back to like if you don't know why you're doing something personally Matty's was re redesigned the universe. Like if you don't have your guiding North star as a person, business doesn't matter. Business for me is just, cause I do it every day. It has to be inbuilt with what I want to do. 
business I don't see it as business I see it as I see it as like something I want to do yeah I'm creating a business yes that's the name of it but it's ingrained in what I do if it's not ticking my own personal ambitions as a human then I wouldn't do it that's the byproduct the business is the byproduct the business I don't even I don't ambition. even really look at business at all like, what the fuck <laughs> yeah. is business I'm yeah. just trying to change the world like yeah, yeah. in some way or or another and create impact yeah. doesn't business is what business is a mechanism which yeah will allow that to exist within. And, and to also amplify it, to give it a bigger voice, to give it, to make it hit more people and to actually have like a, like, like I said, as Matt said, both of our vision boards and our vision statements have the word impact in. I think that's important for both of us, you know? So I think um, like, right, like they can, you can look at those 10 questions, but I think definitely the most important one is just having a mission statement for yourself, not for your business, for you like, what are you here to do? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I, I would love for people to actually tell us that like yeah, yeah. comment like share with us on social like if you tell us your, your why own, yeah like if you've got your own mission say it oh e even if you're doing habits right now if you do something on a daily basis that's really helping like like say it yeah. it'd be great to hear yeah tune in hit us up on socials is that time is it is it yeah we done i'll be honest we could have gone for another we went, hour on we could have gone for another hour but yeah but i need it i need some sort of sandwich <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah all right we're done we'll see you next week see you next week. let's get it Yes, people, thanks for blessing us with your ears. Tell us what you think. Keep us in the loop. We'd love to get your stories, questions, and any topics you want us to discuss. Make sure you hit us up and leave a review on the podcast, and we'll see you next week. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.